Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. Today we have the pleasure of talking to Ben Evans, a Louisville, Kentucky filmmaker whose latest project is called Evolve, Driving a Clean Future in Coal Country. Hey, Ben. Hey, how's it going, Stuart? Good, good. Thanks for joining me on this. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing all right. All right, Just good. Trying to, trying to keep up with the, the, the news of the world these days. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just uh, I wanted to spend a little time today and basically talk about, uh, in general, two major things, uh, the Evolve film, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, also spend a little bit of time talking about Eastern Kentucky as well. I guess maybe to first yeah. start it off, I think uh, I first found out about you, it seems like I've known you forever, which is a cool thing, but... Uh, <laughs> I think I first found out about you through Gil Holland. I was thinking back about that. Um, yeah. Actually, I think we all sort of have our angels in this world, and uh, Gil seems to be there whenever I, I need something, and, and that's kind of a wonderful thing. Gil Holland is a local developer. Uh, he wears many hats, but that's one of the things that he's done, and he's done successfully. Yeah, he's it. He's an angel to a lot of us, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I reached out to him and I told him that, you know, I wanted something done, um, you know, basically evolve uh, the electric vehicle group uh, here in Kentucky. Um, I think we were, we've been active for at least a couple of years. And um, I had the idea of uh, maybe doing some sort of... Uh, film project uh, or video project and he said that you were the perfect person for that so we reached out and i believe we first met um in nulu uh the uh, market street area that that gill uh kind of uh, revamped uh to to a large degree um at uh, a restaurant there and, and just kind of chatted about the project yeah so um and it it started off I think with a little bit of a wake-up call for me because I, I you know, I, I did my research and I saw that you had a film on uh, on Netflix, which was very impressive. Your Yurt, Y-E-R-T, film. And uh, I thought, oh, you know, we'll make a, a big film. And I think you pretty quickly put me in my place. <laughs> and well, said, well, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't, it was, uh, I mean, I think we kind of, yeah, we started off with, uh, well, you were trying to, I think, figure out even kind of what you wanted ultimately. I mean, you had a goal and then you weren't sure what the best, maybe the best tool for that goal was. And and so I felt like part of my job early on, yeah, was to try to help figure that out with you. And yeah, I think we um, kind of circled around a few different lengths and levels of ambition. And initially it seemed like maybe a, you know, like a 10 minute just some sort of short 10 minute ish something to get the word out about what the group was doing. Right. Might be the, the call and, and certainly a little bit more economically feasible. And then that kind of started to creep up in this sort of 20 minute range. And yeah. And then as for better or worse, as I want to do, as I started digging into the, what you guys were doing with evolve, but also just, you know, the issue more broadly, in Kentucky, it felt like there were a lot of pieces to the puzzle and a lot of 
different storylines that, that all kind of wove together that needed to be told and that, yeah, took things a little further afield into Eastern Kentucky and sort of thematically in the film as well. And it, it turned into a, a much larger, more ambitious project of, of more like an hour long full film. And, and, um, you know, drag you, drag you along in for that ride as well. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I remember pretty vividly coming out of like meeting with you and going to, basically we had our, we installed our first charger in that new mm-hmm. neighborhood at a, a lead certified building called the green building. And I remember coming out and I was, I was plugged in there and you were plugged in there. And I was like, Whoa, because we yeah. almost have the identical car. I have a 2011 uh, Ocean Blue Leaf, and you have a 2012 Ocean Blue Leaf. Correct. So that seemed like early on, like a, uh, like a yeah. yeah, it just seemed like wow, this this is right, and it was just a little signpost, you know. And uh, it really was the start of something very cool. I mean, um, obviously, totally new to me, and. You know, I, I think you started talking about, well, we could crowdsource this and I've have experience with that. And we've done that before, you know, for your yeah. other couple films. And, you know, I'm op- I was kind of open to everything, but uh, that sounded a little scary to me because I've yeah. done anything like that before. Yeah. Um, but it was a it was a really cool process. Um, I mean, the, the yeah, crowdsourcing thing itself took many meetings between us. Um, yeah. It kind of became its own mini project inside of the larger project. And then it's, yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. and we needed to, you know, obviously all answer all of their questions uh, for Indiegogo, which is the platform that we used. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the fun things with that was getting all the different perks. I mean, this film uh, Evolve Driving a Clean Future in Coal Country is the name of the film. Basically, it's it's a real nice Kentucky, but also local kind of thing, um, which I think we both feel strong about and strongly about. And it yeah. was fun, fun for me to reach out to some and think about what local vendors, um, you know, might be interested in donating product to us or giving us discounts and, uh, you know, coming up with a, what I thought, you know, was a real cool kind of perk package, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, it's a it's a fun and daunting and time consuming process. All of those things, fundraising um, to do a film or a project or something like that via crowdsourcing, as I'm sure anybody who's done it can attest to. Um, right. But you know, it's just another opportunity to get creative and and have some fun with whatever it is you're working on, and um, you know, and it and it evolved. <laughs> Yeah, pardon the pun, uh, in in many ways like the film did. And, uh, you know, it's also a great way to bring people into the process and give them an opportunity to kind of have a little skin in the game and feel invested in what you're doing, um, you know, to broaden the audience as well at the same time. So that's that's a nice perk as well as as you're putting in a lot of, you know, time and hard work. It's nice to know that that's something else that's coming out of the whole process. Yeah, and, and if, I, if I can kind of remember back some of the things that were at the different levels, we we had Louisville Vegan Jerky, which is a local company that does things nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just lovely people there. I think it was uh, Blue Dog Candles, mm-hmm. um, yep. and they donate uh, to to you know some dog causes. Uh, so they have soy candles, really great stuff. Um, there was a 
a uh, local granola company, yep. uh, organic granola. And, and we also um, did the whole like name on the charger. So one of our chargers actually had a lot of the top sponsors names on it. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. You could, you could kind of purchase a charger or part of a charger, and which I was exciting. I think that charger ended up at Heine Brothers, as I recall. Yep. Yep. Heine Brothers Coffee another, Shop. Yeah. Another nice sort of local uh, supporter of the right. of the effort. Yeah. Right. So uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about the different, there were a number of different parts uh, to the film. Yeah. Um, it, it started out, like you said, you know, Evolve. Basically, our, our mission is to kind of speed up the adoption of, of electric vehicles locally here in, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do that through a lot of different things. But up until that point, you know, we had uh, monthly meetings and we had our adopt a charger program, which is where we, we are a nonprofit. So we would get funding somehow uh, from businesses or foundations or people in the community to make the installation, uh, the purchase and installation of a, a charger available at a place like, a park or a coffee shop. So uh, that was, I think, initially what we were thinking we would focus on because that was our, our biggest thing to date yeah. um, before the film. So, yeah. Yeah, and there was some nice visibility. I mean, I think it was, uh, that was, yeah, that was certainly the initial impetus for the film was was getting the word out. I remember you had the ambition of trying to get, you know, 12 chargers done in a year and you already had, uh, what, I guess three under your belt at, at that point or something when we started. Right, um, right. And uh, it seemed sort of wildly ambitious at the time. And, you know, in hindsight now, it's it's uh, <laughs> that ain't nothing, yeah. Stuart. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and in the film, uh, I know we have ribbon cuttings um, at a few different places. So we have the Healthy House, which is the Louisville Grows headquarters. Um, they're a nonprofit, do some wonderful work in the community, mm-hmm. in the Portland uh, area of, of, of Louisville. And the YMCA uh, at Norton Commons, uh, ribbon cutting there. Um, and we have some really fun footage of, um, and that install actually Tony. going in yeah. Yeah, at, at the Irish Rover. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things I, I really love about this film. I mean, it, it took a long time. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking it took about a year. Was that? Yeah. Do I uh, remember it correctly? I, I would say a year, maybe a little more than a year of filming, you know, and that would come in, in spurts. So film for a while, maybe edit some of that, can keep filming. And then, yeah, as the, as the story enlarged or, you know, the net widened for what needed to get covered, then, then, um, you know, that sort of pushed the schedule around a little bit and extended right. it perhaps. But, um, and even I, you know, I remember even in the last, like thinking I was done with the film quote unquote, and then, you know, <laughs> story, big, you know, caught a kind of a big fish story wise, so to speak, uh, near the end there and right. had to bump it back another month or two just to get that in. And those kinds of things happen, but, uh, right. Yeah. The Tony, Catherine Tony putting in the, the Irish Rover was, uh, was a real treat. I got to, you know, I spent, I don't know, several hours with him two days in a row, you know, kind of watching that whole process and documenting it and playing around with him a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, Tony was the electrician from Henderson services. Yep. Yeah. He and that was a sport. kind of a, a, yeah, a fun um, kind of sped up kind of section. Um, yeah. And that's what I, that's one of the many things I like about the film is that it really has this nice balance to it where it has some funny parts it has some really serious parts because we are talking about, you know, environmental issues yeah. and it, you know, it's showing 
possibilities, you know, all these different things that are happening, you know, not just here, you know, in Louisville and Lexington, which we did show, but other parts of the state that are either making a big difference or have the potential to make a big difference in in the near future, you know? Well, thanks, man. I, I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, you know, maybe it's, I'm sure it's something that developed over the course of making your, um, the, uh, the film, your environmental road trip was my first film and that, you know, Mark, my filmmaking partner on that project, and I kind of hit up early on, kind of hit on the idea that we wanted to keep it fun and and engaging, even when we were diving into some pretty heavy topics, um, and also keep it solutions oriented. And so I think those sort of internal mantras have stuck with me. You know, anytime I'm doing a project, I, I want to try to <clears throat> bring all those things to bear on it because I feel like there's a lot to be depressed about, um, always. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When it comes to environmental issues and the state of the world. And so how do we, you know, it's important to remember how, how do we uh, make it engaging, make it personal, make it, you know, find the humor when we can and highlight that and, you know, kind of maybe even make ourselves part of the experiment, so to speak, a little bit. And, um, right. you know, always try to do a little bit of that with whatever I'm doing to, uh, yeah, to spice it up a little bit and, and to keep people engaged, hopefully. Um, and to just realize that, you know, we're all, you know, it's like life. Life is going to have twists and turns and it's going to be, you know, sad and trying sometimes. And, and there are also moments of great humor and levity, even in the, you know, the most serious times that we're dealing with, um, you know, even well, now. And joy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and joy. I mean, um, yeah. I think if it wasn't for the film, there were definitely some things that, I've never experienced before that the film allowed me to uh, see. And one was, was a solar farm. And I just remember, I, I guess within the, the, you know, t- the time of the film was an interesting time in uh, kind of the development of EVs and, and EVs coming into the marketplace. I know um, the Chevy Bolt just came out, mm-hmm. and then a little bit later, the the uh, Tesla Model Three came out. Very, two very exciting vehicles that were kind of awaited by by folks. And uh, we went and we visited this uh, this uh, you know solar farm, and it was just like just it, it took a while to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Winchester? Right? It was in Winchester, and it was yeah all of okay. maybe I don't know twenty degrees that day or something. It was very cold. That's right, and. Uh, but I mean, rows and rows and rows. I mean, sometimes you see these kinds of things off the highway, but to actually be there yeah. and see all of these solar panels um, and then having, you know, a Chevy Bolt that we can actually drive down the rows and rows and rows of solar panels yeah. was just an amazing thing. It was a great um, juxtaposition, yeah. you know, it was so, it was, yeah. uh, well, as a filmmaker, I was salivating, you know, here's the the fuel and the car all in one shot. and yeah, it was really wonderful to, you know, they were so kind to welcome us there and to give us some stock footage to use and we're, you know, excited about what they were doing and I think excited to have somebody covering what they were doing and kind of maybe tying together some, you know, connecting some dots out there in terms of how this, uh, how solar energy could get used to sort of power renewable infrastructure more broadly. So it was a great, that was a nice little nugget to catch and that was also one of the, the pieces that dropped in a little bit later in the process, you know, that was one of the stories that you know, managed to kind of uh, rope in a little later, later on in, in things. 
Yeah, and I remember driving back from that. We were both sort of like on this kind of <laughs> eco eco high, I suppose, you know, because that was a really, really neat thing. And we would just kind of were bouncing ideas back and forth. And one was music, you know, and we're yeah. like, I think we, we kind of thought, oh, like my old Kentucky home. Yeah. Uh, and you had a connection for a, a really neat version of that. Yeah. And courtesy of uh, Gil, once again, I think, you know, Gil, Gil Holland knew that Ben Soli had this rendition of my old Kentucky home. And, and Ben's a, a friend of mine. I've, I've um, used his music in two of my other films and and had planned on using some of it in this one as well. And so, uh, yeah, that was a nice another nice sort of turn of fate right there to have that drop in our laps that way. Yeah, and the music, I mean, was really remarkable. Again, local, you know, everything really had that local feel because it was local and, and yeah. it just shows you how much talent we have in, in this area. And, and we even, you know, we put together a, um, an album on Spotify. Uh, I guess if you search Evolve, uh, oh, yeah. Driving a Future in Coal com- Country, the, the songs are from the film are there uh, in all their glory. I mean, what you get in the film, obviously, in different sections, like we have a section for, you know, the parades that evolve uh, our group were in. We, we were in a number of parades, yeah. uh, typically, not during COVID, obviously. Yeah. But um, typically, we do a lot of outreach. And so we had music for those kinds of things. We had music for, uh, again, the solar farm thing. Um, and it, it was just really great to, you know, I just love those kinds of things where we can kind of sit down and brainstorm and, and come up with ideas. And mm-hmm. then it takes obviously a lot of effort, you know, and, and you work like a dog on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> shows. <laughs> um, you know, but, but it, it, the results were great. I mean, um, well, thanks with yeah. the film. Yeah. And with the film, we, we premiered it uh, at Bellarmine university here. Yeah. Um, and uh, once people found the theater, uh, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit of a challenge, um, you know, people loved it. Now, that was a, a great night. That was the first thrill time that people were able to see it. Yeah. And then um, we had a uh, opening of it uh, in Lexington, um, I believe at the Palace Theater, right? Yeah. And then at the Village 8 uh, in Louisville, we had a sold out um, yeah, that showing was, of it. That was real fun. That was packed and uh yeah and it's yeah. nice to it's nice to be able to to screen something for people in the local community and have them respond so enthusiastically in you know in, in such a packed house that was that was a real treat and to see it you know see the title up on the mar- marquee that way and have yeah. people from various parts of the film coming out to you know see themselves in it was anyway yeah the whole thing was wonderful well, and the other thing, you know, various parts of the film, um, and it's interesting to me because I guess this film uh, first we first showed it maybe three years ago, if you know, it's about right, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so obviously things happen, you know, and yeah. good things happen. Um, like, you know, I think we were at maybe six or seven um, sites for our chargers. We ended the year uh, twenty twenty with 30 locations for our chargers, uh, which is incredible. You know, um, we're getting, we're getting the word out there about, you know, EVs as a more sustainable mode of transportation. And, you know, we're an all volunteer nonprofit. So that's, that's really cool. But there were also things like very interesting. There was this uh, Enerblue, Mm -hmm. uh, which was like this um, battery company, battery tech. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also said, oh, we're more than battery tech. And, 
they were going to do something in eastern Kentucky on an abandoned coal mine site mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, um, a mountaintop removal site. Um, and, you know, it sort of ended up like, a well, they went they went bust. Um, but it ended up like a he said, she said, you know, and I, I don't really know to date exactly what happened, but they were all very nice. I mean, they came out to. Uh, both of the and they sponsored both of the um, the Lexington and Louisville premieres. Yep. And they came out with this electric truck that they built. You know. Yeah. They really. So, they, yeah. They yeah. they really pulled out the stops at the premieres, both of them, and they were, um, you know, very supportive of the process. And I, I got to interview Michael, who's their uh, board chairman, and um, at his house at the time in Lexington, and um. You know, it was it was nice to that was the sort of the story that the big story that dropped in at the very tail end of making the film. And it was too good to pass up at the time. And it it was it seemed like it was going to be a wonderful uh, illustration of people across, you know, political party lines coming together to do something bold out in eastern Kentucky for the benefit of the community and the planet and the workers and the citizens out there, you know, it really was a win-win-win situation potentially. Um, and then, you know, it's it's frustrating to see something like that for whatever reason not pan out ultimately. And right, it's not entirely clear why that happened. Um, it's probably a mix of factors. I know there was, um, you know, it's weird how things connect. Apparently, there was some sort of connection to. Uh, the investments that were supporting them right. uh, connected to the whole kerfuffle that happened uh, a couple of years ago in Saudi Arabia with um, the killing of a journalist out there. And so a very seemingly unrelated sort of international diplomatic, you know, potential crime news story uh, somehow tied to, you know, a battery, you know, a sort of nascent battery manufacturing start up in eastern kentucky it's not something you would expect to find no (laughs) (laughs) right and uh and so i guess that was somehow that that deep sixed uh, a bunch of their uh key funding and so that um that certainly didn't help things and i think that maybe sealed their fate so i don't know they were the people that i met there seemed to be uh really good people trying to do really good things and um and i was very grateful for their uh willingness to talk about what they were doing they seemed to care deeply about uh you know sort of all aspects of their mission and they seemed to have a technology that was really cool i mean it was you know it was a it was a kind of battery technology that was going to be able to uh, rapidly charge and also rapidly discharge itself uh which is ideal for sort of larger uh, fleet vehicles and things like that and so it, it had the potential to also impact public transportation and um shipping and things like that in a really uh, sustainable way. So it's well, a shame that that's, didn't happen there, but yeah. hopefully something like that is, you know, is in the works. Elsewhere. Well, absolutely. And I think that's the reality of it is that, and you're seeing it now too, you know, with a lot of, uh, you know, interest in the EV space and a lot of players getting into it. And there's a lot of money being pushed around and there's going to be some winners and, and quote unquote, and some people that don't win, you know, and, and um, it's not for lack of trying or, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, it's just uh, meant to be, you know. Yeah. Um, 
But I, what I also thought was super, super interesting, because, again, this really started out of Louisville. And um, I don't think at the very beginning we had we had statewide uh, aspirations for either the group, which it's now statewide and, and even beyond now because of uh, we're, we're having our meetings on Zoom. We have we have someone from uh, from France that joins us every month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's got an interesting and other states, you know, but um, also. You uh, you took a trip with uh, one of our members, uh, Fred Rockhold, um, to Eastern Kentucky, which isn't isn't right around the corner. Nope. Um, do you want to talk a little bit yeah. about uh, your trip? Sure. Out there? Yeah. So Fred's a member of the uh, Evolve KY group and um, sweet guy, and has a, a wonderful uh, Tesla Model S. And it took a little bit of uh, finagling to get our schedules to line up and. For a while, it looked like it might not happen, but eventually he was on board to, to kind of help me get out there on our little road trip. So we took his Model S out to eastern Kentucky, which is, yes, further away than it looks on a map. <laughs> and Because um, yes. you're, you're down in the hollers there. You really are. And uh, we, you know, we went and visited the, the uh, coal mining museum out there, which is its own fascinating story. People... Um, you know, the, the town put solar panels on the roof of the coal mining museum in Benham, Kentucky, um, which is just a re- really interesting juxtaposition there and its own, you know, its own uh, story. And uh, so we got to visit that, talk to people who worked there. And it was really great to go out to eastern Kentucky and see people um, who had worked in the mines and, and had a history with uh, coal mining in eastern Kentucky, you know, kind of coming to grips with the fact that they needed to figure out how to move beyond coal ultimately and that it was in everybody's interest to to solve that problem and that renewables are a big part of that um you know to create a a viable economy economy in eastern kentucky that does not denude or degrade their sort of beautiful natural resources and their heritage out there that's really unique uh frankly in america um and right uh, you know, and Adam Edelin was out there as well. Um, so we got to visit that that site, uh, which is another, um, you know, another project that's um, going up on a, an abandoned mountaintop removal mining site um, to make good use of land that has, you know, already uh, been harvested, if you will, f- for coal. Um, and if, you know, fairly, mountaintop removal is a fairly controversial <laughs> way of accessing that resource and um so it's taking advantage you know it's kind of taking lemons and making lemonade if you will uh, in the landscape out there and um, he's got a bold vision and another ambitious project and this one looks like it still has legs which is great to hear um right and so he's working on you know edelin renewables now there's a a website that he's that's that's sort of his baby edelinrenewables.com and he's trying to bring um you know trying to kickstart this you know green energy revolution out there in, in eastern kentucky which has been you know the source of our nation's electricity or what's what has fueled a lot of our nation's electricity for you know over 100 years uh it's yeah and i, I think uh he's we're talking about uh i think 2022 yeah. um and i understand it's nearly 1800 acres uh of reclaimed mine and we're talking about around 300 jobs mm-hmm. for that area, um, and I believe over a, 500 over 500,000. Yeah, it's a panels, massive uh, solar farm um, operation that he's trying to get 
going up there, which is yeah, really wonderful. And it seems like it's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. really wonderful. It's sort of like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like the solar panels on the Benham Coal Mining Museum is sort of like a, a very small metaphor for, you know, what he's trying to do quite literally, which is, you know, get some solar panel, you know, this huge solar farm up on a former mountaintop removal mining site. And it's really symbolic of the evolution right. that needs to happen. You know, it's so hence back to the back to the title of the film, you know, appropriately titled Evolve. It's really, you know, what he's trying to foster out there is this evolution from, you know, an extractive fossil fuel based economy, which um, Kentucky has been sort of um, a poster child for um, with all the right. sort of boom and bust cycle that comes with that um, and really transitioning us over to a much more sustainable long-term you know vision for how we're going to exist on planet earth as a species you know long into the future that's based on renewables and based on you know mining our current solar income rather than you know depleting our our savings from underground so to speak right and and uh actually again going back to gil holland yeah. um he he is there was just the story um in the paper that uh he is uh going to be putting up a, a new big brewery um in uh harlan kentucky that okay. area um so that's a, a big project and and uh, i'm assuming that that might be one of many things that um either he'll be involved in or because he's involved in this other things will spring up around yep. there so it's really talking about revitalizing, you know, a part of Kentucky that, uh, again, after, you know, getting hit with, um, you know, the, the you know, coal uh, not happening yeah. um, the way it once was, um, you know, keeping their economy moving and, and, and you know, making, uh, making these towns, you know, some, some place that uh, people can be happy to live in and visit. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, Gillen, Gillen, uh, Adam are no strangers either. I mean, they they ran on a ticket together for the governor right. a couple of years ago, and so you know they're they're I think of a like mind, and it's a it's a good thing. It's good to have leaders like that in Kentucky who are really in it for the long haul and see see what's going on with the world and with the planet, and realize that Kentucky needs to be needs to step up and be part of the solution and not um, you know not part of the problem. And that's one thing with Evolve that we, we've been thinking about lately. Um, we actually have a, a new member um, that is from Harlan, Kentucky. Um, she, I believe, is a pediatrician. And uh, she has a Tesla, but uh, there's a real lack of, of charging infrastructure out there. So I'm hoping that maybe we can get some chargers out mm -hmm. that way, too, because with all the talk about um, all you know, the vehicles moving over from internal combustion engines, gas and, and diesel to yeah. electric. Um, you know, they're going to need infrastructure out there um, if they're going to start to see electric vehicles. That was there, so one of the more dramatic parts of our, you know, of Fred and my um, little road trip out to Eastern Kentucky was trying to sort out the charging infrastructure issue. That was, I mean, we right. uh, we were down to fumes, if you will. Um, in his Model S um, at one point and had to plug into, we knew it was going to be tight. And so we, the kindness of uh, somebody who was running a, the local Holiday Inn Express out there, or the, uh, the night manager, I should say, <laughs> the guy behind the desk, who was like, you know, kind of gave mm. us one of these over here. And he, 
he gave us his parking spot yeah. in the parking lot and let us uh, plug Fred's car directly into the into the wall, uh, wall outlet there outside and right. charged overnight, you know, on the regular 110 outlet. Um, so anybody who know, has a Model S knows that's that's not going to get you too far. But it was enough <laughs> to um, give us enough to be able to top off later on in the day at the uh, uh, there's an RV uh, park out there not too far away where we, we drove. It got us to the RV park and then we were able to charge up on a 220. Uh, there for right. uh, you know a couple hours and that got us there so it got us what we needed rather to get back to London Kentucky uh, on our way back uh, to to uh, Louisville and uh, so yeah we we made it work uh, with you know a little bit of kindness from strangers there and it made for an exciting you know a, an additional little uh, story inflection point in the film but also just an exciting trip uh, in general so well and yeah and exciting in um... I, you know, some of that footage I, I know you put together before the film actually came out, you put these kind of teaser videos mm. together and yeah. have them on YouTube. And there was one that specifically was for Eastern yeah. Kentucky. And it was like basically these folks reactions because none of them have ever been in an electric car before. Never mind a Tesla, which, you know, is, is like that yeah. instant or torque, you know, at least uh, it's not as well, wide. That experience is certainly not is not as widespread in Eastern Kentucky as maybe other parts of the state. That's for sure. Right. And so, yeah, we, we, it was not hard to find people who had never uh, ridden in a Tesla model S or even a, uh, an electric vehicle perhaps. And so uh, that was nice. That was, you know, something that I had wanted to do for a long time anyway, was take, you know, ideally a model S or some, or, a, you know, some car that's got some real oomph to it uh, out there and give people joy rides in the, in the model S and kind of blow their minds. And that's exactly what happened. It was wonderful to see the expression on their faces as they're getting sort of thrown back in their seat when you hit the accelerator. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, that, that video, uh, went yeah. viral. Um, uh, and I don't know, I, I think it was like 25,000. Yeah. You know, just like a, that, uh, a couple of days or something. Yeah. Views. Yeah. Um, well, was it like, and, a, uh, uh, it was one of the blogs got a hold of it, right? It was, uh, Yes. Uh, yeah, it was uh, clean technica, yeah, clean yeah. technica, I believe. Um, and they picked that up and, and then it just went viral. It, you know, went out to a lot of different uh, news sources and folks were, were watching it, which was great. You know, uh, it just sort of helped get the get the word out about what we're doing. Yeah. So and I think, you yeah. know, I, I bet if you went out to eastern Kentucky now, uh, that's changed. You know, I, I thankfully. Teslas and certainly with the Model 3 and other EVs have become <clears throat> uh, much more ubiquitous. And so even in Eastern Kentucky, I'm sure you're going to find people who have either encountered EVs or, or own them. Um, and that's one of the really exciting things to me. You know, I just practically jumped out of my skin when uh, just this past month, GM said that they're, you know, by 2035, they're going to be only making cars that, uh, well, that no longer use fossil fuels. I'm, fossil fuels. I'm assuming that that means EVs, but they're committed to essentially transitioning their entire stock of, of auto manufacturing over to uh, you know electric vehicles, which is a game changer, really. Yeah, there's a huge push by uh, the traditional car manufacturers to uh, to do something. Um, yeah, you know, 
and uh, it's really great to see. And and with more numbers, uh, you know, like Tesla, you know, produced five hundred thousand vehicles. Um, you know, with the money that's going into R and D, the cost will come down. And um, you know, the Model Three was supposed to be, you know, the the inexpensive Tesla, but I think a lot of people would make the the case, and it's rightly so that it's even you know thirty five to forty thousand dollars is not inexpensive. But uh, now we're talking about you know even less, like twenty five thousand dollars. And then what people forget about is the used vehicle market. Um, you can get a, a Tesla Model S, which, you know, some of them are going for seventy-five dollars to $100,000 when they're brand new for twenty-five dollars to $30,000 now. You know, you can get a, a Nissan Leaf, which is yeah. a great car, as we both yeah. know, for, for going around town, you know, for, you know, eight to $10,000 probably for a really, a really yeah. good one used, yeah. you know. So um, it's doable. Yeah. You know, and, and again, yeah. And, and again, the, the film is one of many ways I think that, you know, our Evolve group really tries to get the word out about uh, all this good yeah. stuff, you know? So. Awesome. So, well, I mean, I yeah. would just say, I hope, uh, you know, I hope people get a chance to check out the film. It's still on Vimeo um, available right. as uh, Evolve driving a clean future in coal country. And actually, if they go right to our website, evolveky.org, yeah. And you go to the About Us tab uh, and scroll down a little bit. That'll bring you right to where you need to click to go to the Vimeo, um, where you can either rent or purchase it. Um, and for those that uh, are old school, we also have, they can inquire, we have DVDs, a limited amount of DVDs. Um, again, the film was great. It, it uh, is award-winning. Um, yeah, Utopian Vision well. Award, I think, from the Utopia Film Festival in D.C. They were yeah, nice to yeah. So it's really been so, so valuable. Um, There aren't a lot of films, you know, documentaries like this out there. There were, there are a few that deal with electric uh, transportation. Um, This deals with that and then some. So we've had a lot of luck with having it available once a year. There's Drive Electric Week, which is a national um, initiative um, and all that pretty much all the states do have drive yeah. electric week events. So they have ride and drives, they have, um, you know, different kind of events and sometimes mm-hmm. they have movie nights or, or, you know, something showing something and uh, a number ch- of chapters uh, picked up the film to show it. Um, yeah. So it's been really beneficial with that. Uh, our local uh, Kentucky uh, education and television, oh, yeah. KET, uh, you know, public TV, Picked it up. Yeah, twice KT ran it to all show. around the state um, a couple times uh, a year year or two ago, and um, right. yeah, yeah I think right, for Earth during Month. Earth Month, and so yeah. it, it's a it's not a bad time even right now for people to be thinking about what do they want to screen or what do they want to share uh, for Earth right. Month. April's coming up, so right. yeah, no time like the present. And also, you know, one of the things I really love about the film and, and about um, and, and about making it in Kentucky about Kentucky is that, you know, Kentucky's not the first place that people think of when they think of green initiatives or um, inspiring right. environmental stories. Um, even though there's a lot to celebrate here, it just isn't on people's radar. And I think it's true to some extent that if it can, you know, if we can do um, sustainable uh, initiatives and projects here, 
then then they can happen anywhere. And that's that's really true. And there are a lot of good people doing a lot of wonderful work all over the state. Um, and, you know, just it's those are stories that need to be told to help inspire the rest of the country to do everything it can. And, um, you know, there's a lot that's a lot of work still left to be done, but a lot of good that's happening here in the state. And uh, I hope it can inspire others. Well, yeah, it's like the the Mark Twain quote. <laughs> which, which one of his wonderful quotes is that? Oh, yes, well, the one yes, in the right, film. right, yes. When uh, the end of the world comes, I want to be in Kentucky because it's 20 years behind everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, we, we are we are making progress. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we, we have some uh, folks that are, are working hard to make some change, you know, and... Um, the, the the film is a way of of telling that story, so uh, it's, I think it's been wonderful. Yeah, back at you, Stuart. It's so. been uh, it's been quite the ride so far. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll continue. Well, thank you for being on on the podcast, Ben. Really appreciate it. Love My pleasure. all the times we talk. Always. See you, buddy. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. Thank you to Eden Unger for creating the music and art for this episode. Please subscribe, review, and share because the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.